Bro, you know what I did? Uh, like, I think it was yesterday. What did you do? I think we can both guess what I did. Let me guess. You got laid. Of course I got laid, but this doesn't have anything to do about that, dude. Oh, what'd you do, then? Let's just say I spent some more money. <laughs> Motherfucker. That money's tight. Can you guess what I bought? Another guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, I bought another guitar, bro. It's so sick. She's pissed. She's real pissed. I know because I saw that you fucking you posted like two guitars and an amp for sale. I was like, this motherfucker is about to buy something. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I don't understand dude, how money can be tight and shit, and you're complaining and all this shit. How dude, money is tight because my savings account is fat. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's I'll... fat. All okay. Right? With a pH. Fat. Yeah. But, I want uh, bang. Let's it. just say I was doing a lot of kiss ass yesterday, <laughs> and uh, I think we're think we're good now. So you were being a bitch. I think we're, we're yeah. I had to be. Yep, I was simping all day. Simping. I had to simp nation over here. I had to because I made a dumb purchase. You know, I'm like Bobby and his Porsches, bro. <laughs> you see those memes where it's like Bobby thinking about a new Porsche and their wife is like she's don't like, even fucking think, don't about, even it. Fucking think about it and you motherfuckers better stop telling him to buy it well so this is how it happened so, <laughs> so this is how so let, me, let me tell you what happened so I got a notification on the marketplace that I bought my guitars from okay and I was like oh fuck that's one that I really wanted and it's half off right so instead of being a thousand, it was only five hundred. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, what's wrong with it?" I go to it, fucking plastic is still on it. Everything is perfect. Bye. A couple hours go by. She brings in some mail from her mom's house, like a box, you know. What's that? Oh, it's like just some clothes I ordered for the kid and me and stuff like that. I'm like, so would you say you got that for a good price? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I said I got it for a good price. Why? And I sent her the picture <laughs> while she was sitting across the room not facing me. And I tried to airdrop it to her, and she declined it. And she goes, no. And I said, what if I got it for a good price? <laughs> she goes, are you fucking kidding me? And she got so pissed off at me. No wonder what she's pissed at you. I got to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> I think she might leave me next time, bro. Dude, like, this, <laughs> She's getting bad. So remember the time that I went to your apartment? Oh, my God. Dude, that yeah. was like... Actually, it kind of brought me back to my memories when I was a kid. Dude, the funny part is, is we never fight. I know. Like, literally ever. I know, but that was the funny part because it was like, we go in, and I'm not really feeling like... Because I know, like, Kaylee has her own ideas, right? And, and I know yeah. that she, at first she wasn't, like, cool with, uh, the like, the idea of the podcast and everything. Yeah. So I kind of knew that there would be kind of, like... <laughs> Some like rubbing between me and her, you know, like different. Ideas. There's some what? Oh, different ideas. Some rubbing? Or how do you call it? Like uh, friction. 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 I don't want to hear about it. No, not rubbing. Friction. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm Mexican and English is my second language. Some friction. Right. <laughs> rubbing. Yeah. Even even in my brain I was like, I don't think that's the right idea, but let's say it. <laughs> some friction. But I remember when I went in and it was like, oh, this is Eddie, and she was like, hey. She's just not friendly to people. I know. <laughs> and then she started like yelling because they kid and blah blah. And then all of a sudden she really comes out and yells. At that point, I felt like I was a five year old when my dad was yelling. And I was like, I need to do something to she won't be pissed at me. 
do you need me to do the dishes in the show? Yeah, right. She's like, oh, I'll do the dishes. She's like, the fuck? I didn't say anything Dude, it's like a, my five-year-old come out and right. it's like, we need to do something. So she's right. going to piss at us. <laughs> Bro, she's a real-life mom. Okay. She's a real-life mom. And the funny part of it, whenever I go to my sister's house, yeah. I just start yelling to my nephews. That same thing happens I got the laundry. To me. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Yeah. Or I'm just like, I- I'm leaving. Right. <laughs> like, I'm either leaving or I'm cooking or I'm helping clean. I'm doing something. I started picking up toys and shit. Right. I got this over I here. I got it, mom. <laughs> yeah. So we're back on speaking terms. That's for sure. Well, yeah. Just I took mean, some coaxing. And I let her buy some stuff too, you know. She said, well, what if I spend $500 on something? I said, fuck, I don't care. Go ahead. Because that account is fat. Go for it, bro. But money's tight. And uh You remind me of fucking Roberto, bro. So Roberto started working. Do you want to see a picture of it? Wait, Roberto started working, right? He did? Yeah. Where? Uh Dell. Here? Uh well in Tennessee. But they're moving. Remote. Oh, that's badass. You know Dimebag Daryl? Yeah. That's, that's like it's an bro. homage to his paint job because he used to have the it's called the slime. Mm. Slime a green uh lime slime. Yeah, it was fucking badass. It's it's the homage, and it's my favorite, uh, my favorite brand. Nice. So I'm pretty fucking psyched about it, man. I'm like, Aah. so Roberto, I know you listen to this shit. I'm gonna put you in the spot. Yeah, why aren't you sharing our fucking shit on your Instagram, Roberto? I don't ever see our link being put up. Don't what you I- dare send me an inbox message without sharing our fucking podcast. <laughs> Continue. But I think he's a, he just started working. Yeah. So I think it's like his first week. So this is going to be his second week. So I'm pretty sure he's going to get paid within the next one or two weeks. Oh, God. What's he I buying? Can't wait. I, can't he wait buying for I can't wait for him to call me and be like, dude, I bought this thing. What, what's he into? What's he going to buy? Uh, video games, I guess. Oh, fuck. $80 video game? I guess. But dude, it was the funniest part because he did that shit when we were trainers. Yeah. And he his, first, his first fucking check, he bought a... A fucking uh, thunder, thunder's uh, tank top, I think, and it was like official, <laughs> so it was like two hundred fifty dollars. And then with the other part, he bought a fucking Nintendo Switch. See, we're all about investments, baby. What I'm saying, <laughs> investments <laughs> no, in our happiness. What makes me, what makes me laugh is uh, you will, you will expect that from a single guy, you know, like this bullshit uh, fucking buys. But he's married. You're married. You have a fucking kid. And all. Do you know what I did last time? I spent some fucking money. My like, motherfucker, how do you fucking do it? I dropped some money. <laughs> so I can't wait for Roberto to tell me like She goes, How I much? Bought, I bought a fucking gorilla. Wait, what? <laughs> she was pissed. She goes, How much was the fucking deal? Was it good? How good was it? I said, It was half off. This is the this is the original and I showed it to her. She goes, I want to see the fucking receipt. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. She's actually fucking mad. Damn it. That's really masculine of her. We should say yesterday she wore the pants. And I allowed it because I knew I was a deep shit. Hey, man. Sometimes you, know, you got to do you it. You have to give in, you know? It's a give and take. It's it is a give, a give and take. take, and I took it. It doesn't mean that you have to be 100% masculine. But I want you to know I also gave it, too. I know you did. You told me. <laughs> Every time you fucking come on Sundays, it's like, you know what I did last night? I usually do come on Sundays. <laughs> Must be nice. Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Are I'm gonna, my days. I'm gonna be like that uh, video on Instagram. It's like, must be nice. Just trying to be like you, my Emotional boy. damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> you know what I did last last night, Chun? 
I cried to my sleep. That sounds fun. It also sounds like your problem. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna download Tinder and I'm just gonna become a slut again. Okay. Okay. And then I'm gonna come and be like Sean. Hey. I fucked up, dude. Hey. You're acting feminine right now. <laughs> I got a really STD. irrational. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Let man me up. grab my balls. Man up. I don't need it. And, and let's talk about man shit. Loki, send me those pics. Sean. Good morning, Eduardo. What are we doing today, man? We're talking about our, our feelings. <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're talking about our daddy issues. We're talking about our daddy issues. <laughs> Do you have daddy issues, huh? Um, I usually say no, but I guess. <laughs> What makes you think you do? Daddy didn't love me. <laughs> You're a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I call all of my friends daddy because I have daddy issues. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I've got like your normal daddy issues. Like my dad didn't do anything uh, like personally to me where he was like mean to me or beat me or didn't love me or anything like that. Just like some indirect things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, not not being, you know, there for a while, kind of. Oh, okay. Why are you a slut, though? Dude, I'm I'm not a slut because of my dad. Well, genetically, maybe. Do you know that uh, the first uh, sign of daddy issues is being a slut? Yeah, I'm aware. It's proven. Copy one of them. Science. Copy one of them. Oh. Cop you one of them. Cop one of them? Cop you one of them. What does that mean? Get you one. <laughs> With that issues? <laughs> yeah. They're fun. Yeah, they like to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Don't marry them. Don't. Just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's podcast... Uh, was, it was really good, but uh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting canceled after this. Oops. If your Rogan is getting canceled, we're getting canceled. So there is this writer, author, 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 author how do you say that? Author. Word? Author. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to write uh, uh, articles for the Cosmopolitan and those big magazines back then. So back in the 70s, there was a sex revolution and was a second wave feminist. Yeah. Uh, movement so they tried to combine both of them so the sex revolution was look was look was used to help the feminist movement gain more ground so if you remember back in those days there were more uh let's say like news magazines and there were a lot of more movement for girls to be more slutty and things like that but second wave feminism just as first wave feminism was like all about equality and have the same rights and stuff. But when it got mixed with the sex revolution, that's when it lost the whole fucking... Right. Uh, the essence right. of being feminist and protecting women. 
Yep. So this author says that she used to write articles misleading women into feminist ideas that wasn't real. And she just came out saying those things like, oh, yeah, like they pay me to write bullshit. Yep. So women can get these ideas in their heads and then they're like fighting for all these things, which made me realize that feminism is bullshit. Modern feminism is bullshit. Yeah, modern. I mean, first wave feminism had everything, all the rights to, to uh, for what they were fighting for. Yeah, and of I'm, course. And I'm with women that want equality and the one rights. And I'm, I'm with women. And this is the thing that I have to clarify. I don't hate women. I'm against modern feminism. Right. And the bullshit the, ideas that they're pushing. The quote-unquote progressive. Progressive feminism. Which isn't even progressive. No, it's not even that. It's fucking backwards, dog. Ooh, dude. Talk about no self-respect. Mm-hmm. Fucked up, man. And blaming everybody else for your problems. Like, like for instance, like a lot of a lot of women will be like, well, we don't get paid the same. Did you know that on average men get paid like... Like six out of ten get paid more than a woman does, some some crazy number the, like that. But did you also know that two out of three men will actually negotiate their pay before they get their job? But not only or that, or they'll ask for raises. Whereas women are just expected. They're like, oh, I'll get a raise when I get a raise. And there's like, there's like, a lot of different ways. They're to, not push, they're, pushy mm-hmm. enough with what they're worth and what their pay is. Exactly. And the other thing is, like, at the same time, is, like, whenever they say, like, the NBA players get paid more than the WNBA players. Well, Asses in the seats. That's all it comes exactly. down to. How much people are looking at those, watching those games and stuff. Asses and in the seats. So, even Ronda Rousey said that. Mm-hmm. I'm the biggest pay fighter because of what I do. Yeah. As a female. Not because I'm a female. Right. Because I'm the greatest female fighter. I bring a show. People love to see me fight. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I get paid what I get paid. Right, and the other thing is like I don't think Ronda Rousey was undercut. No, I mean she put asses in the seats. Mm-hmm. Her and that other girl with the braids. I'm not <clears throat> MMA, so I don't know her name. But that, uh, Holly that, Holmes. No, the the I think she's Mexican. She's got the braids that she lost up against. She's uh, a fucking maybe mean. Nunez. She's a mean bitch. I think I know who you're talking about. So we've been talking about how to become a man, be a man, be assertive, be like, what does it mean to be a masculine man, right? For the past, like, what, 22 episodes? Yeah. So it comes down to uh, your role models and people around you. Uh, But I think the biggest thing that comes around is, like, forgiveness. It's a responsibility as men to lead the world. It's a responsibility as men to build the world and create a world that is good for other people, right? For fellow men, fellow women, and kids, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And when we let when we let degeneracy in, what happens? Fucks everything up, right? So we have a lot of uh, how should I say this? We have a lot of fucked up men. We have a lot of fucked up women. And those two are in combination are just fucking up more. People. And they're at each other's throats. And exactly. It's a mess out here, dog. This is like a fucking. Now we're fucking up generations <clears throat> and generations. And you know what thing that movie, uh, the new one with all the Mexicans, Encanto? Mm hmm. Is that the name? Yeah. What is it? The girl, the big girl, Luisa? Luisa. I watched it this morning. Oh, yeah. Luisa. Okay, so. I watch it every day. 
So when are it's we not a bad movie. It's a good. It's movie. not a bad movie. Like it has a good message. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it has a great message. When, especially for Hispanic households, yeah, well, but they're, when, they're Colombian, but you know, same when, thing. when is it gonna be enough for women to say, we don't have to look like men to be strong, or you don't have to portray us as men, right? To know that we're strong, because women are strong in their femininity and nature, and they don't have to look like men, have these big muscles and shit to like. Right. Uh, pretend that they're strong, right? The other thing that made me think about it is like it's Disney, and Disney is a progressive company. Disney is a progressive company, so they're trying to confuse kids about gender identity and gender roles. Okay, because now they're looking up to a girl that looks like a fucking man, but it's a girl, right? And in a kid's mind, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, like on one side, I get it because it's like, you know. Women are strong. They can do fucking anything. But it's like, and I understand in the movie, her gift was strength. So they wanted her to be fucking big and muscly and shit. But she's like flexing like a man. And like, she looks like a fucking and man. And her voice with long is hair. deep. Yeah. She looks like a fucking man with long hair. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's kind of weird to me. And like, even my mom was like talking shit to. Caitlin about it in her inbox about she's like oh is he worried about the things that he watches now and I'm like bruh my kid is like not even two years old and usually he doesn't, the things he doesn't he get it right now no. but like you know in the next three or four years he's gonna start like all these movies he's watching he's gonna be absorbing those ideas exactly and it's like he needs to know that a man feels this weight more than a female does in that aspect. Mm-hmm. In, in in the aspect of having to hold up the family burden and having to, like, be the strong one in the family. I'm not saying that, like, women don't have those burdens because they do. Like, my mom grew up with that burden. Mm-hmm. She was the oldest. She fucking left school in ninth grade to look after her little brother and her little sister because my grandma was in and out of mental hospitals and my grandpa had to work full time for the family or else we were going to lose everything. So it's like... She did have to carry that burden, but like that's not really a normal thing. Like and that during com- that, like my grandpa did carry that burden. You know what I mean? And that comes from broken households. That comes from broken men. Yeah. That didn't have what it took to become men and, and lead their households. And one thing that I want to make clear today is that we're talking about generational curses or the generational right. you could we will call our curse, right? Uh, where basically my grandpa was abusive to my dad. So my dad didn't know how to treat me, so my dad was abusive to me. Right. And if I don't break that cycle, I'm going to be abusive to my kids. And then my kids to their kids, and right. it's just a fucking cycle of uh, uh, sick people. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing with this is that you have to take responsibility of your fucking self. Right. And a big thing for you to really break that cycle, which is the hardest part, the hardest part that you have to do as a man and even as a woman. But since we're a man podcast, we're going to focus on men. Right. Is forgiving the father figure. Right. Forgiving. Well, forgiving hold on. Real, real quick. I, I didn't really get to finish. <laughs> okay. Go so just, just because I said my one, one piece about it, about yeah. on the man side. On the women's side, I do believe that they carry a family burden in in the ways that they have to be, they have to like, you know, like look after your brother or like, because they're, you know, quote unquote, the smarter ones, Mm -hmm. like the boys do the dumber shit. Like they have to look after the kids, you know, they have to do more 
chores. Usually they have to do like more of the cleaning household stuff. So like there's more pressure on them to be smarter and like more clean and like do the womanly duties, which is fine. Like they need to learn those anyway. We all need to learn those. Like even men need to learn that shit. Like Mm -hmm. we need to be able to function without anybody else helping us too. Yeah. You know, but it's like the, the aspect in which they were portraying the woman taking on this role, like isn't really like normal. Nope. And so my point of my Facebook post was that the exact situation in which they were describing in the movie didn't have anything to do with females and everything to do with what they could have done to show all the little kids like my son that men have these problems and like they're, they're allowed to feel the pressure and they're allowed to talk about the pressure. But this is the biggest problem, dude. And this is something that I'm like, so baffled, right? Because like, it's like nowadays we have this idea that men are privileged and men are just walking around everywhere and they're like uh, giving options and, pr- and promotions and we just walk out and we have money and we get this. And it's just like, I don't know where this belief that we just have an easy life and everything comes to us came from because it's not like that. Right. It never been, It's never been like that. Mm. We have to fight for the shit that we want. Yeah. And that's something that we understand as growing up. That's some pressure that we get as we right. grow up. Me being the oldest, I have to take care of my brother and sister. And then pressure got put on me, especially when we moved to the States. Right. There was a lot of pressure put, in, put on me. Things weren't handed to me. And because all that pressure was put onto me, I didn't really develop as I should. And I had all these problems where I uh, went through depression. I went through like all... Uh, suicidal thoughts and shit and even with my family when i told them like listen like i feel this way even my family will make fun of me because i was telling them my my feelings like Mm -hmm. i feel this way right and they were like well you're complaining or what so when i heard all the now that i'm now that i'm aware of the things that happened before now i can see how it fucked me up right to the point that Nowadays, there's a reason why I isolate myself. Like, I don't talk to my sister or my brother about my feelings. Right. And my mom is like, eh, I don't really want to anymore. Because, like, it's better for me to isolate myself and just be in my room and, like, think about my problems and try to get, try to fix them instead of talk about them. (laughs) And the craziest thing is, like, if we talk about our feelings or we talk about our emotions... Because we have this movement like, oh, men should be should be allowed to talk about their feelings. Right. And when we do, and when we tell people like, hey, we feel this way. Right. Oh, no, that doesn't happen to you. Right. You're just talking about your ass. And I mean, on the <laughs> friend of mine that commented about men creating the problem, I can agree with. And the only reason that I can agree with that is because that's pre-war thinking. That's like the height of patriarchy, right? Whenever men, in fact, did rule the world. Before women could, before it was normal for women to go get jobs as it was whenever the war was going on. You know what I mean? Like that would, if you want to see patriarchy, like that's where I would say go look. Because where were women? In the house. Mm -hmm. Almost every fucking woman was in the house 
or if they were working, they were in some type of like laundry, sewing, tailoring, like something like that, you know, work like cooking and stuff. But it was like, like that was normal, like for the man to run the household, go to work, do all this shit. And then all of a sudden they go to war and then the woman has to step up. That's the end of patriarchy, in my opinion, the end of real patriarchy. Right. It was the end of it was the end of uh, because that uh, post World War One and World War Two, it was the end of pretty much families. It right. was the end of traditions. It yeah. was the end of values. And I we it had to go through that place. I get that. Like we, we had to do that. That was something that we had to go through. But the thing is, like, OK, so you're talking about the patriarchy, right? And how women, despite the patriarchy and like the patriarchy and the patriarchy is bad and the patriarchy is this and the patriarchy right, is that. Right, but, but hold on. Before before you go into that, where I was going was was men did create that problem before that and it was needed to be that rough. Because whenever you went into the war, you couldn't be a fucking pussy. I mean, these were big fucking wars. Like, you were almost guaranteed to die in these wars. And that's what I'm getting with this and I think it like, was your point. The, the men had to tell you to fucking exactly. man up. It's not that way anymore. We we don't need that rigidness anymore. And that's where I would say, like, you're probably right. Men probably did create that because fucking before we even had civilization, what did we do? We fucking hunted by hand, right? Fucking man up, dude. Like, you can't be a pussy out here, right? And then all of a sudden we had civilization. Bro, we got fucking flaming balls coming at us <laughs> and fucking arrows coming at us. You don't have time to be a pussy. Like, you got to fucking push through this shit, right? Like, And then you have more civilization where you're building. Dude, we got to build these skyscrapers. You don't have time to be a pussy. You know what I mean? And then you go into coal. Bro, you got to go down in these mines. You don't have time to be a pussy. Like, you got to man up. So, like, all of these years of us building the world, we didn't have time to be a fucking pussy about things, quote unquote. Like, yeah, men probably did that to themselves for a while. Yeah, but dude, okay, so <clears> we did. And then that cycle did, never got officially broken. We, we did that to ourselves. Okay, right. so where were women on the wars? Where were women on the mine coals? Where were women on those skyscrapers? No, I agree. Where were but, women but doing But they were doing things? the important jobs at home. But what I'm saying is that's, is that you cannot just tell is a man's problem because man no we have to be this way in order to have what we have today right and you have to be grateful for what we have today thanks to this man that were hardest man and the work and did all that shit so you can stay at home and complain okay because this is the thing if you really want to smash the patriarchy the so-called evil patriarchy 99% of bricklayers are men so we need 50% of women becoming bricklayers. We need 50% of construction working become women. We need 50% of all the hard fucking jobs to be taken by women. And then we can talk about equality. Then we can talk about demolishing the patriarchy. I agree. Because if you're going to talk about the patriarchy but not carry your own weight, then shut the fuck up. Because you're benefiting from the patriarchy. I agree. My point was only that there are negatives. No, there are negatives. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's negatives of every side. And there's positives of everything. everything. I think there's positives of femininity or of feminism. So now let's go. I also think that there's negatives of feminism, which is the fact that women put themselves down so fast. And we always talk about this. Whenever a woman goes into a gym and they're wearing something slutty, oh, my God, she looks like such a slut. 
when a guy goes into the gym and this dude's wearing a fucking tank top and he's got fucking veins popping, you're like, holy shit, that dude looks big. I'm going to go tell him how big he looks. And, dude, like, the thing is that you can use their, you can use their same fucking ideology or logic against them and then get pissed off. And that happened to you on, on your comment. And the first thing I my grandma said was they took it as a sexist thing even though it wasn't about sex. Exactly. She said, this isn't about sex. This is about facts. Exactly. And I was like, bro, my grandma's a real one. No, I love your grandma. And even that girl yeah. that had to be respectful to me, dude. Yeah, the she, ones that call she's me a fucking cool. idiot. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be disrespectful? Like, if you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation. Bro, I've been friends with her since fucking 2008, something like that, over 10 years. <laughs> Bro, she blocked me, and I didn't even get in a conversation with her. And that's cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But the thing is, like, why do you call me a fucking idiot instead of, like, having a real conversation? Because right. I use her same logic. Yeah. And she never replied. Yeah. But I was called a fucking idiot. And, you know, everybody, well, not her because she's older, but, like, everybody else that generally hops onto the statement and says, like, anything negative about open ideas are all people with no experience. At least in my case. Like, a lot of people that are, like, under 25 And, like, it's crazy because now I'm one of those people that I hated whenever I was 19, mm -hmm. 20. Because whenever I was 19 or 20, I was, like, I was more into politics than I am now. Like, I enjoyed it. But I didn't fucking know anything. I had no life experience other than having to move out of my house and live with other people for a few years. Like, yeah. I, I didn't, like, I didn't have, like, a job that I went to every day. I didn't have to pay taxes. I didn't have to, like, live with these other things going on in the world other than, like, school and like live with other people like that was it so like you don't get much life experience there other than like take care of your shit but it's like i didn't have any fucking life experience so whenever an adult would tell me to stop talking about politics because i was a fucking moron i got offensive with that and i was like why don't you want me involved with politics don't you want younger people to be like in the know dude like help which i understand that you want younger people to be in the know of what's going on but it's also like at the same time there's There is a reason that we don't have presidents before 35 because you have all of that life experience. You have all of that job experience. Mm -hmm. And while I think we go for the very upper end of this fucking 70s, which makes no sense at all, I do think that that like 35 to 45 range is like a good range, yeah, especially for right now. When, like, and this is something that younger people need to understand. When you're young, you're liberal as fuck. You're progressive as fuck. Once you start growing Everybody's up. Everybody's pretty liberal when they're young. Once you, know you start I mean? growing up. Yeah. And once you start getting experience and once you start dealing with fucking assholes in the real life, in the real world, you start becoming more progressive. Yeah. And you th no, and no, you, you see, start becoming more conservative. You see sorry. how policies work. You, you see that, like, even though some things, like, don't make sense. No. Like, they dude, are how they okay. are. Like, and it sucks, dude. Like, it sucks that some of these, like, laws and policies and, like, stuff are even, you know, like, it sucks that our fucking, um, our health insurance is so terrible But it's also like, I, I think we could have free health insurance Sean, if we didn't pay explain, for all of these fucking war packages. And explain shit. to me, explain to me how our women oppress where they can fucking post booty pics on Instagram and make shit ton of money. And I'm not talking about nudes on OnlyFans. Bro, I know people that post bikini pictures let me, let me on OnlyFans yeah. and make money. How is it possible for women to make tons of fucking money 
by showing their ass say that they're oppressed when there is a lot of men out there working the hard fucking jobs that keep the infrastructure working and not making that much money. And then you have all these women complaining about an evil patriarchy that is oppressing them. And they're always traveling. They're always yeah. going places. They're fucking this guy. They're fucking this other guy. They're just like living and their best lives. it's all lives. about name brand designer shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about Gucci. I'm like, bro, like, what? How if, when are you, where are you oppressed? When no, you I have agree. this fucking Or when you can walk freedom. in a bar and you don't have to pay for your drinks. Exactly. We're expected to pay for it. How? Why? Oh, I'm oppressed? And, and I'm oppressed because I have to pay for this shit? Because you're a woman? And what I like to make clear, which I did make clear on yeah. several comments on my post, was like, I never said anything about male oppression. No. Because I don't believe in oppression anymore. No. I don't think that fucking anybody except for... Um, I, I actually I wouldn't even say that people that move here from other countries are oppressed because we give them shit, bro. You I'm know from what a I mean? Third world fucking country. Yeah, and I'm making it in this fucking country. I'm like, bro, you have places that eat clay, bro. <laughs> like we don't live in oppression. No, like you, if you really believe that you're oppressed, you're a fucking idiot. Because you can go to school, and this is the thing: you're oppressed because you want to live in the generosity. Right. That's the reason you say you're oppressed. I think everybody just likes to fight for something. Dude, and like, so they make up these problems so the they thing, feel like they can be a part of a crowd. The thing is, like, we don't have any standards. We don't have any morals. I agree. We don't have none of that no more. And I got told that I was trying to be morally righteous and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bruh, I'm just pointing out facts about men killing themselves. This has nothing to do with me being morally better than you. And, and, and let's say this, okay? Until, if you want to destroy the patriarchy... Carry your own fucking weight. I agree. Carry your own fucking weight. Okay? So instead of becoming a teacher, or instead of becoming a nurse, or instead of becoming be a, a social science Go be bullshit, a welder. Go yeah. be an electrician. Go exactly. be a plumber. Yeah. Go become those things. Get a, make better money. Mm-hmm. Get a blue-collar job. So what's the job. problem? You know? And for the girls that do get blue-collar jobs, fucking props to you, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it ain't uh, easy. This is the thing what I'm going to say. If you're a woman and you're actually carrying your weight... I respect the fuck out of you. Yeah. And come smack me in the mouth. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck, I dude. respect the fuck out of <laughs> you. You deserve that. This is the thing, dude. All the people that, all the people that, uh, all the people that, uh, talk about the oppressive patriarchy think that clean water comes out of the faucet by magic. <laughs> yeah. Or that, you know, whenever you go to the bathroom and you flush the toilet, it just, Go somewhere. Yeah, I just go somewhere. It goes to another dimension because a lot of people think love astrology too. Yeah. So I guess they go to another fucking dimension. Fuck. So when you get to the core. I got to point out though, men created astrology. (laughs) Yeah, to control women. What? Uh, Is this a real? Psychology. It's psychology. I'm not saying that men created astrology, but the thing is like psychology created astrology. No, wait, let me rephrase that. To sell an idea when it comes to marketing and stuff, you need to use psychology. Right. You need to understand people. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to astrology, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. And I'm going to go by the easiest thing. Okay. If you come to me with good vibes, I'm going to give good vibes to you. 
if you come to me with bad vibes, I'm going to give you bad vibes. That's what all the Pisces over there. That's how Pisces are. I can say that from Gemini, like all the Capricorns and all the launchable yeah. shit. Like I can tell, I can say that to every fucking horoscope and people will be like, oh shit, yeah, I'm like that. That's relatable. That's what That's I've always used thought. That's nature. Even since I was young, I was like, because you know, like they'd post them in the paper and shit. And at school, they'd give us the paper. I don't know why. They use how women started jumping to the plane. And you can go through any of them and be like, oh, that applies to me. Because it's all a bunch of general fucking statements. Do you saw how... <laughs> after, They're like fortune cookies. Exactly. Do you, do you saw how after 2020, women started jumping on the trend of buying plants? Plants? Plants. Yeah, what's that all about? It, it's been a huge thing. It's been a trend. Um, a lot of like, and after um, that trend became the astrology bullshit. Not only plants, but um, like cactuses and shit. Yeah, things like that. Whatever, like cacti. It's, it's, whatever. It's huge right now. It's a trend. They jump on that trend. Now after that, they start talking about like uh, sun rising, Taurus, and moon <laughs> moon ascending. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. Yeah. So they start jumping on the fucking trend. So see when I'm, when I'm talking about that, all these people they just jumping on trends. Yep. They don't even have common sense. <laughs> but the patriarchy is oppressive. Yeah. You're so oppressed that you can actually believe these fucking trends and jump on these trends. That's how oppressed you are. You have money to buy plants and take care of those plants. While in other countries, there is people eating cookie, play cookies. I'm so sorry that you're oppressed. You know, bro. I wish I wasn't oppressed. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, dude. And like, I didn't. The first comment was, "Men are not oppressed. Calm down." And I'm like, I didn't say anything about oppression. But that's when, like, so whenever they say at all, and I'm so gonna like, say this with respect because I know who 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 said that comment. But the thing is, as soon as you say that that's not oppression, then you're oppressing me. Yeah, no, that's gaslighting, which is what they're all against. Exactly. So. Men are not oppressed. Calm down, buddy. Oh, now you're oppressing me? <laughs> yeah. So what is the logic behind it? There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. Exactly. That's my, that was my point when I posted that video. That was my point. How the other girl reacted? She called me a fucking idiot. Just like the video. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking out of, out of my ass. And my mom was coming at me and I wasn't even responding. I was just like, okay, sounds good, okay. And it was like, you're morally righteous and like all this shit. And I'm like, dude, you're making yourself look like an ass, not me. Like, <laughs> I'm not even actually like giving you replies. I'm not even giving you any anything to feed off of and you're just like trying to egg it on so I say something. Now, the other thing is like if, women, I mean? if women are so, so awesome and so righteous and so have all these values and shit, why... Kids raised by single moms are so fucked up. Usually, yeah. You can look at the statistics. And you can see how all those kids are going to end up. Oh, and now we have, and not only that, dude. Now we have moms selling their nude pics for money. Can you imagine the fucking trauma that your kid is going to have whenever their, their friends are like, oh, dude, I found your mom's pigs. Right. And you know what? I came all over them. At least, 
at least I made a tribute. Yeah. At least whenever, at least whenever moms were being strippers, you had to be over eighteen to go see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but now, dude, <laughs> or twenty-one, whatever the club was. Imagine the fucking trauma of your kid walking to school, and their friends are like, "Look at your mom, dude. She has a big pussy." Yeah. Look at those big titties. <laughs> Damn, she's a slut. Oh, go queen. Strong and independent. Fantastic. Jazz queen. Jazz queen. So, all the talk comes down to the father figure. And why men need to become men again. So we can stop this bullshit. Yeah. Okay. And the biggest thing is... It's a responsibility, dude. Like it or not, it's a responsibility. That's the reason God makes us men. And God created us the way he created us. Not to fucking tyrannize women, but to protect and provide. And if we create a lot of healthy, masculine, good men, we're going to take care of our women, and we're going to take care of our kids. And we're not going to allow degeneracy to destroy our communities and destroy our societies. Because when degeneracy hits, degeneracy hits, look at the Roman Empire. Look at the Greek Empire. Whenever they started messing with the homosexuality and all that bullshit, that's when they went down. And I'm not saying that homosexuals are bad. Okay. But there is a point where there is degeneracy on that too. And when you hit that point, it's a really, really low point. Okay. And when it comes to the sexual and all that stuff, once men have a desire for fucked up shit, that's when civilizations are destroyed. And just like today, I saw this video where there is this trans guy. And he's like, let me ask you this and take your time. Will you date a trans guy? <laughs> and the guy responds is like, nope. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really think about it. Because if you're saying that you're not going to date a trans woman, then you're discriminatory or you're, discri you're discriminatory, you're something like that. And the guy responded with like, yeah, that's fine. Cool. I mean, it means I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm not into it. <laughs> you're so, allowed to not be into something. What are you pushing? discrimination when that's not how I roll why are men getting why are men getting told that they're not men enough if they don't want to take care of single moms if they don't want to take the responsibility of other men why are we getting told that we're not men enough or we're not we're not men no more well women aren't women no more as easy as that So why should I be a man? Why should I why should I be a traditional man to a modern woman? Who doesn't respect tradition. Exactly. She doesn't respect tradition, she doesn't respect standards, she doesn't respect none of that. So why should I be traditional to you? You're not gonna respect me. I respect myself, so I'm gonna be traditional myself. That's why it's slim pickings, man. Exactly. So now we're gonna turn this to man. So, Sean, we talk about forgiveness, right? What's forgiveness? Do you have an idea? Forgiveness. 
Huh. Hmm. What what is forgiveness? It's just like one of those words that is kind of like instilled in you that you know, right? Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> you know, because you because every definition I want to tell you right now is forgiving somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> as mean, easy, it's as easy as that. It's forgiving easy, somebody. You know what I mean? Like, and people will be like, "Well, what is what is forgiveness? You know, <laughs> what is forgiving? What is what does it mean? What does forgive mean?" Well, but the, it's the, like the dictionary not the ox for. <laughs> The thick definition from Oxford. But isn't it one of those weird words? Yeah, it's, where it's like, weird. Where, like, it's kind of universally known, like, what it means without having to explain the definition. Because even the definition is crazy. It's, like, it's short, but it doesn't <laughs> right. really give nothing. Right. So it's, like, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. Yeah. And then similar words will be pardon, absolution, exoneration, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like pardoning past problems. Yeah. yeah. So now, what does it mean to... Forgive your father. To get past all the, the issues that you've had. Eh? Whether it's him saying something to you and you forgiving him, or whether you got to go that road alone and just realize that he's not going to do it and you need to forgive him by yourself in order to, you know, make the future better for you guys. So... When we talk about the father figure, now that you're a dad, how can you explain the father figure? Oh, man. Well, I mean, like the way that I've seen it is like, it's my job to show how the world works, but also show how you can change the world and how you work right how to for example be a better person on the streets and spread positivity versus just going by the rules and fitting in everywhere does that make sense Mm -hmm. like creating new morals i guess Mm -hmm. creating that tradition Holding, holding yourself to morals and standards. Yes, having higher standards for yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. And, like, just hoping that it rubs off on other people, too. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like being a teacher. So, one thing that we know, and this is just psychology, is that men bring order. Men bring discipline. Since we are more cold when it comes to our emotions. I'm not. She's not wrapping a condom. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let me unwrap mine. Yours is bigger. Yeah. Magnum. For the meals up there. Just continue. <laughs> <laughs> we're toxic as fuck. Uh, so we know that since we're more emotionless let's call it that way because we have to provide protect we have to be hard we have to do all these things what be hard yeah like we cannot be pussies around the world oh okay (laughs) different definition right so we don't we're not really expressive when it comes to emotion to the kids and to the younger generations right 
So one thing that we bring is like the discipline, uh, morals. And I'm not saying that women don't bring these things, but it's a different type of, right. of uh, because how can I say this? There's different standards that we hold the kids. Okay. But when you have a dad that didn't have standards or they didn't have morals, they didn't have nothing to teach you, then you grow up without standards, without morals. You go through the world trying to understand what's going on. But since nobody show you what was supposed to be a man or what is the definition of a man, then you're lost. And you're trying to please people. You're trying to do things. You're trying to work on this. You're trying to work on that. And then you start building more spite, more anger. Mm-hmm. And you start hating people. You start hating men. You start hating women. You start just being spiteful. And then let's say you get in a relationship. Nobody teach you how to be in a relationship. There wasn't your dad telling you like, well, you got a girl. That's awesome. You still have to go to study. You still still have to study. You still have to do your own things. You still have to make sure that you're good. So if this girl is the one, you can provide for her in the future. But since your dad didn't tell you that, you're just pleasing her. And pleasing and pleasing and pleasing. Right? So let's say you broke up and then that spitefulness comes out. Oh, I was a nice guy. I was this, I was that, and this bitch, blah, blah, blah. And after you get your first uh, heartbreak, then you were like, well, I'm going to pick up the pieces of my heart and I'm going to become heartless. So I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get ripped and I'm just going to fuck bitches. Now I'm just going to be the one that is going to be fucking up girls. So what is that creating? More problems, baby. More problems. So that's creating guys just out there having sex, unprotected sex, having kids that they didn't want to have. And those kids are going to grow up without a father. And let's say you got an STD. Now you're going to transfer that STD to other girls. And it's just a fucking mess. Why? Right? All because you wanted to blame somebody else for something that took two people to happen. Exactly. For the wrong puzzle piece, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. A bad relationship is just the wrong puzzle piece. Exactly. I mean, your your life is this picture that you imagine. Whatever this picture of your life is in your head, you know. Wrong relationship is just the wrong puzzle piece in the in the wrong place. Now let's say the same scenario, but now you have a father figure that is telling you, "Okay, son, like you have a girl, that's awesome. Well, let's continue studying. Let's continue playing the sport that you're playing into. Let's continue taking care of yourself. Let's continue taking care of your money. Let's continue taking care of her hygiene, like everything." Okay, and that father figure shows you how to do it not only by words, but by actions. Because the same father figure protects your mom and gives everything to your mom at the same way that he takes care of himself. So as you grow up and you have this example, then you can be more healthy. And then when you're looking for relationships, you look for relationships in, in a more healthy way. You see the world in a whole different spectrum because you were raised with love. You were raised with, uh, uh, with example. What does it mean to be a man? Right? 
So you don't worry about sex or just meaningless sex. You don't worry about like, and even if you have sex, let's say you have sex with someone, and you let she's pre- she gets pre- she gets pregnant, your morals or standards are going to be like, okay, I did it. I'm going to take responsibility of this, right? Instead of just walking away. And even though maybe that was a fuck up, you're going to raise that kid the way you were raised. Morals and standards. With that being said, when you're lost and you come to a point where is your bottom, there's just the bottom and you're there, you start to realize maybe, and this happens to me, where I was just like, what's going on? Because this this thing with the relationship with women keeps happening and and I just don't know what's going on. <clears throat> so once I started looking for therapy, they actually told me what was going on with me and what created that, which was my dad. So I was I had to realize, okay, like if I want to break those, if I want to break that generational curse, I have to be able to forgive my dad for what he did and understand that he was a victim of another victim. Because my grandpa, even though I don't know him, he treated my dad like shit. And I know he was treated like shit too. But none of them took the responsibility to fix themselves. They just continued the tradition of being shitty to their families. So I'm breaking that tradition. I'm breaking that. And in order for me to do that, I have to have compassion for my dad. I have to have uh, understand what was going on with my dad's mind and just be like, okay, I forgive you. And I'm not forgiving you to say that you can come back to my life and everything is going to be nice and dandy. It's like, no, I'm forgiving you for myself because I have to clear my mind, because I have to clear my spirit. I have to clean my energy. I have to clean myself from the spite and anger that I have against you. And I have to understand that you need love too. So as I love myself, I can give love to you. And as I change myself, you're going to start seeing those changes and you're going to be like, okay, now there is no competition with my son. Now he's actually trying to have a, a relationship with me. So let's say as a kid, he was an asshole and all the stuff. But now that we're adults, we have a better relationship because I chose to have a better relationship. Right. It didn't have nothing to do with him. I chose to forgive. I chose to put that behind me. I chose to put those things behind me. Yep. And as I did that, my life started to change. I started to become more masculine myself. I started to become more assertive, more... I started to put all yeah, dude. Put, you 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 have so much less stress on your shoulders, like weighing over your head every day, mm-hmm. from knowing that like what's in the past is the past, and like exactly. all you got is today. Like it just it gets easier that way. And the one thing that helped me is that uh, I love my dad, and he is not getting any younger, I'm getting older. And one day I'm gonna get that call that he's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather know that I did everything I could to have a good relationship with my dad. And know that whenever he leaves this world, he knew that I love him. 
and that I didn't have any problems against him no more. I didn't have any spite. I didn't have any anger. I didn't have any nothing. But he knew that I love him. And I can be in peace with that. Instead of me having all the spite and anger and be like, fuck that guy. And then they call me and they're like, hey, your dad is here no more. Oh, fuck. But I want to tell him that I love him. He's gone. And then you're like, man, I wish we could have fixed that problem. And then, like, you start to look back at it more and you're like, it was dumb. Yeah. Could have just fucking got on with shit. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to carry all this weight because he's gone. And it's going to be more difficult because now you're supposed to do it by yourself. Because he's gone. So in order for you to become a better version of yourself, a better man, even woman, even women need to understand this. If you didn't have a good father figure, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that all men are shitty. You just have to deal with shitty men. And I'm sorry that you have to deal with shitty men. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of good men out there that will take care of you, that will love you, that will protect you, that will provide for you. But you have to you have to destroy that mentality that men are shitty. Right. And but you also have to raise the standard of of man that you let into your life. Exactly. Because a lot of the time you start to attract what you're used to. Exactly. So once you start understanding what are your fucking uh once you start understanding yourself and being aware of yourself, because that's another problem. And this problem comes with women. And even with men, dude, like men attract a version of them of what is familiar. So, like, myself, I was attracting people that I had to please. Just like back then, I had to please my dad. I had to be like, oh, I, I did this. Be proud about me. Hey, dad, I did this. Love me. Hey, dad, I did these things. I'm good, right? I'm a good boy. And I had to do the same with women. I'm going to do this so you think I'm good. I'm going to do this so you think I'm great. I'm going to do this thing so you think I'm this and that. I don't have to. Just me. And as soon as, as long as I'm trying to become better, I shouldn't worry about who's going to be in my life or not. The right person is going to come in. Right. Same with women. If you were like, oh, my dad didn't love me or this or that, or you have to please your dad in order to feel love or this and that, now you're doing this with relationships. But once you understand that, then you start like, okay, like, maybe I need to stop. Maybe is maybe I'm the problem. Because that's the biggest thing, dude. Understanding that you're the problem fucking hurts. But it is what it is. Yep. So that's my experience. What is your experience, Sean? Well, my experience is much different because we definitely grew up in two completely different families. I grew up in a really supportive family, but whenever it comes to, like, my dad, I had two father figures. But I also had, like, I had several figures, right? So I had my dad, my stepdad, my grandpa, my uncle. And with with my uncle, it's more like I looked up to him as a brother because we're, we're only seven years apart. So he was seven years older than me. <clears throat> so, like, I still look up to him and talk to him, you know, almost every single day. I mean, we talk about literally anything. So he's always been, like the person that I go to for, you know, all like 
serious things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I've never been on like an emotionally open level with my dad, right? I mean, it's not like he wasn't there for me or anything. I mean, he did what he had to do whenever I was little. Like, he worked a lot, and he didn't have, like, a whole lot of, like, work experience. So he worked in bars a lot. He was an alcoholic for a long time. and So whenever I'd be there, he was usually asleep because he had to work nights and stuff like that. So I'd spend a lot of time, like, with my friends, like, no supervision, or I would spend a lot of time with my grandma. So we always had like kind of a weird dynamic and like, I, I felt like there was a lot of time that like we didn't get, you know, being younger and shit. Like I never felt like close to my dad. And like, I started to resent that a lot as I got like into like a young adult, like 20 or so. And then, you know, like he got into drugs and, did some shit against my grandma and like that's whenever i was like all right i'm done with this motherfucker like no not at all nothing like not answering your text messages not answering your phone calls not calling you not texting you like i don't give a fuck if it's your birthday or christmas we're not we're not cool you know like i'm done with it and that probably went on for almost two years i mean it was it was a long period of time but it was like i was so fucking angry but there was also a lot more than that it was also like i felt cheated out of having a dad, you know what I mean? And I know like his way of communication was always different than anybody else. Like he doesn't know he's awkward, you know, he doesn't Mm -hmm. know how to talk. He doesn't, he's a people pleaser, you know, but it's not usually family. It's usually like people outside the family. Like he like would give a shirt off his back for one of his friends, but like would leave his family to go do it. You know what I mean? Like just like kind of like an awkward thing. Like, And it's not that I think he's a bad person at all, because I think he's a good person, but it's like I felt cheated out of a lot of that time that we could have or could have had. And so I started to resent that. And then whenever all the drugs and getting my brothers taken away for a short amount of time and fucking felony and shit like that, like getting my grandma's stuff stolen out of her house, like a lot of that ended up just like building up. And I was just like, fuck them. and um so i was really spiteful for a long time but i still had like my stepdad which i mean we've always been close but it's always been like buddy buddy you know like i can go to him about stuff but until the past few years it's been it's it's a weird relationship because he's not even technically my stepdad anymore because like He's divorced from my mom and everything. But, like, I would say, like, our relationship is definitely more, like, close friends than anything. Like, we still go to concerts together and, like, we still talk, you know, every now and then. Or we text each other about music and stuff like that. It's never anything, like, too serious, you know. So... Really, like, the only person that I really had was, like, my uncle. And I call him my uncle brother dad. Because <laughs> he's my uncle, but he's like my brother. brother and, he, and he treats me like he's my dad. You know, like, for a while there, I had a lot of money issues. And he would help me find ways out. You know, like, I didn't, like, my car shit out on me after the first few months. Like, my very first car. And then my grandma 
and my like both of my grandmas put their money together and got me one for my graduation gift. It was a truck. And then that truck started to give out. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do here. And he was like, well, I'm getting a new one anyway. He's like, drive it down here. We'll trade it in. You can have my, my truck, you know? And so like, he would always help me out there. And then whenever I got my divorce, I was like, bro, I got this car payment. I got your car. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have all the money for this. And he was like, well, give me my truck back and I'll make your car payment for a year. So I didn't have to pay my car payment for like a year. Like he, he did those like dad things for me, you yeah. know, like he's, he's a fucking player, bro. Yeah. Like he's legit. And like anything that I need, I know I can go to him. Like he's my dad figure, you know, like he's the one who taught me. Like if you go out, dress nice, like, bro, you, like, you know what I mean? Sorry that I interrupted you, but that gave me chills. Yeah. Because that's what I'm trying to, that's what we're trying. Right. To create men like that, right? And he's and he's not even like a dad, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's I don't know thirty four, mm-hmm. and I'm like, he's he's not a dad. Like he's an uncle to several, but it's like he's always been the reliable one. Yeah, you know, like when my mom goes crazy and like leaves her family and like moves to a different city, <laughs> he's like, I guess you can just come here and stay with me until you figure things out. You know, yeah. but it's like, he's all, he's always been, my mom was the one who took care of the family until my grandma and grandpa died. And then everybody else went AWOL and he was like the one, you know, like he would take care of my grandparents' bills. He would take care of everything like that. Shout out to your uncle, bro. He's a real motherfucker. He's a real motherfucker. And I do appreciate whatever you did for Shunzi. I mean, like, every, shout out to you. Dude, like he, he's just like. He's the best, man. We need more men like that. Like, he took care of my grandma. He, Whenever she died, he paid all of her bills off. Like, he he helped pay for her car. He fixed anything that she needed. Like, she lived with him. Like, all this stuff. Like, she never did without. And then, even after she died, he took care of everything. Life insurance, car insurance, selling her car off, dealing with the house, dealing with everything. Like, it was all him. He did everything. Just continue to do everything. Like, no problem, you know? So, does he feel the pressure? I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't want to say he's the only stable one in the, on that side of my family. <laughs> because <laughs> my aunt is also stable. But she's got four kids and a husband. She's, she and Three out of four of them are autistic. She didn't have time for anything. She's she's a stay-at-home mom. Her husband works at a prison. Like, she didn't have time for anything, you know? So she kind of helps out where she can, but it's usually not not much. So it's usually just my aunt or my, my mom and my uncle. And, you know, my mom takes after my grandma a lot. <laughs> and my uncle takes after his dad, which even though my mom had to drop out and everything, like, my grandpa would work, 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 work. So we didn't lose anything. And that's just kind of how it had to be. And, uh, so it's like a weird, weird dynamic, you know? So, I mean, I'm on better terms with my dad. Like we talk more now and he's in a way better place, sober from all that bullshit and has been for a while. 
and he's one of the one of the lucky ones that didn't have to go to jail for more than three hours <laughs> or that didn't he, he he even left work for uh, two months or something like that and went to a, like an in-house rehab and they were like you're doing so good we want to hire you and he was like I mean I can't move to Kansas just for this like I think he should have but yeah it would have been good but at the same time you know it's like I can't blame him he's got three four kids I guess including me but three that he's got to worry about so it's like the dynamics always been weird there with my family right like I'm the stepchild but I'm not stepchild. Like I'm stepchild. But I'm not stepchild. My uncle's my dad, but he's not my dad. But that's I, I think, and that's kind of like a different, a different thing that happened between you and your family and me and my family. Is like I really didn't have any when it comes to family, immediate family, like anyone to pick up the slack. No, right? Because my mom, she's a single, she's a single child, so she has no brothers, no sisters. Right. And with my dad, like there was so much toxicity in his family that basically there was no one for me to look up and I had cousins that there were that they were there so my cousin Salvo was one of the uh, the ones that had been there for me a lot but at the same time he has to do with his own stuff so it's like I had someone that, that he's good to me and he teaches me things but at the same time he has his own problems mm-hmm And when I became more of an adult and stuff, I saw those problems and I was like, I don't, like, I see him as a role model, but at the same time, I know he's not, like, the person I need to follow the steps on. Mm-hmm. There's things that I can follow from him. There's other things that I can't. Right. Like, he got you to that place, which is good. Exactly. Uh, but the thing is, like, I didn't have that, so I was really lost when it was, like, growing up and shit. Which the difference between me and my brother, my little brother, is like my brother was more, more like concentrated and focused on shit. Like he does have money saved and now he's married and he has his own place and this and that and like he's been doing all these things. But at the same time, I don't feel any less than my brother because he didn't have to put with all the shit that I had to put up. And I'm grateful that I was the one that had to put up with all this shit because I don't think I would like to see my brother or sister go through what I went through. I'd rather be me, right. honestly. And it's just like, since I didn't have any like people, because that's the thing that I, I didn't know how to ask for help. I was always ashamed of myself. Number one, I didn't know how to ask. Number two, I didn't want to ask. Right. So I have to deal with a lot of my shit by myself. On my own. And even now, You know how sometimes I disappear. Like I don't text you or I'm not active or things like that. And I appreciate you checking on me, but it's just how I am. If I don't want to text nobody, I don't text nobody. If I just want to be in my room, just in my room. If I want to be in my fields, I'm in my fields. Because to me, it's the way I see it, even though it's not correct, the way I see it is like nobody cares. And it gets to a point where I know I already talked to you about these issues and you're going to tell me the same thing. So it's for me, it's pointless to talk to you or to talk to Roberto or to talk to Jose or to talk to any other friends. So I'd rather just be by myself. I'd rather just close my door, turn off my light, 
listen to music, and just be by myself and with my thoughts, you know? So, I know it's not the, a good thing to do, but it helps me. That's just how I cope with my shit. Then after I cope with that, then I can start thinking more clear, do things I'm supposed to do. And when I want to, where I'm, where I'm going to, where I want to go with this is like, if you need to take a rest on the process of healing yourself and forgiving yourself, I take it. Don't quit. Just take the rest. Well, as long as it's not destructive. Exactly. And what I'm saying is like, take whatever it needs, not whatever it needs to be done, but like. Like I, what I mean by not destructive, I mean like, is if you want to take a break, take a break, but don't do it so you can drink. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or whatever your poison is. So. Like, so still be productive, but don't, you know, worry about other things, mm -hmm. you know. So, it's just like forgiving my dad and stuff and not realizing that I have to be. Because uh, now with my nephews, now I understand that I have to be that model for them. I have to be the role model for them. So, that's one thing that motivates me. That's one thing that motivates me to wake up early on Sundays and do this. My nephews. And you, your son, like all the people that we're going to help. That's just my motivation, you know. And then realizing that I can become better than I used to be. I'm, and I think that that's another, that's another episode that we need to do is like the becoming better part. Because I think that becoming better doesn't mean that you have to change yourself, like who you are as a person, like the essence of you. Right. It just means polishing the bad habits and the bad things that are destroying your life right? without losing yourself, who you are, your essence. I think we should do that. And it naturally does kill off mm -hmm. kind of who you are. It does. As you like get deeper and deeper into mm -hmm. it. So one thing is just like forgiveness is not for you. You need to understand that it's not for it's, forgiveness is not for the person. Right. Like it doesn't mean that you have to allow them in your life. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you have to love them unconditionally. It doesn't mean that they have the right to destroy you again. Right. Forgiving that person or forgiving your, that figure means understanding that he wasn't there for you, but now you're there for yourself. Right. Now you're an adult. But forgiveness also looks different for other people because it's like, For you, like, you had to sit down and have, like, that conversation. For me, I didn't get that conversation. It was more like, oh, I see this is, like, this is his problem. Like, the reason I didn't get any apology for missing out on stuff or not trying hard enough to keep custody or things like that was, like, that wasn't on me. That wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. So, like, if he hasn't apologized by now and I'm 27, like, he genuinely probably doesn't even realize that he did anything wrong mm -hmm. or he just figures, well, I can make up for it now, which is, you know, that's on yep. him. That's fine with me. You know, whatever. Like he's, he's been, he's been making it up slowly and slowly and trying to be more active, which is great. But it's like, I already had to, I already had to go through all that shit and mm -hmm. you probably don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just thought everything was all peachy King and I'm just like, Nope, I had to go through my Bro, process. Like, I had to go through my fucking process and yeah. like forgive you for shit that you didn't even fucking mm -hmm. think that you need to be forgiven for. You know? That does like the worst part. And that's why it's for me and not him. Like, 
Exactly. Cause Cause that, and I he's think apparently that's the thing at peace with it, and mm-hmm. I'm not. Or I wasn't, you know. And that's, I think, one of the things that hurts <laughs> with the forgiveness because it's like that people will think that they're good. Yeah. <laughs> and you know in yourself and in your heart, whenever you talk about these things, like, it kills you a little bit. Because the thing is, like, uh, what is it called? The wound is there. And it's not like it's going to heal completely because it's always there. It's al- It always gets triggered. But you learn to how to deal with it. You learn yeah. how to, like, whatever happened in the past happened in the past. Right. The present is the present and the future is going to be the future. So you learn how to deal with those wounds. Right. And how to heal and not let it, like, destroy you anymore. And a lot of this, if anybody notices this, has to do with mindset, mm-hmm. which is what we talk about all the time, intentions and mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to realize that, like, somebody else's shortcomings in your life or anybody else's life, like, they don't directly mean that it's your fault, mm-hmm. which is why you have to forgive them. Yep. Yeah, again, it's realizing that it's not, like, your life is your life. Right. And if you really want to change that generational curse, you have to take responsibility of your life. Right. You can't blame your dad no more. You can't blame your mom no more. You can't blame your grandma no more. You can't blame you. Like you right. There's no way that blaming is going to help you change your life. Yeah. Lucky. The only person you can blame is yourself. Yeah. And once you understand your shortcomings and the things that you're supposed to do, then you can change. Right. But putting blame on other people, I mean, look at the, and and we can blame, like me and you, we can blame our dads. Everybody can blame our dads. And we can continue the same destructive path. You're going to traumatize your son, you know. Um, I might traumatize my kids. Or I might continue just having these pointless relationships and shit. And continue just being broken and stuff. Or I fix my shit. Mm -hmm. I'm a man. So I'm going to fix my shit. Because I'm a man, I need to fix my shit. Yep. Because I'm a man, I'm going to man up. I'm going to work on my masculinity. I'm going to work on myself. So I can be a better father. Just like you're going to... Just like I know you're a great father. And for me right now that I have nephews, I'm going to be a great role model for them. And even a role model for other people around you. Because people look at you. People are watching you. So make sure that you're a good role model to those like those people. Right. And when you learn how to forgive, then life comes pretty easy because you know it's not about you. It's about other people and their shortcomings. Right. Relationships, friendships, whatever it is. You can be at peace more easily because you don't have to you understand that you don't have to please nobody. You understand that you don't have to do anything that is out of your comfort zone. When it comes to like people liking you, you don't have to do nothing. Right. People are going to gravitate to you no matter what. Just because of your energy. If you're a positive person, a lot of people are going to gravitate to you. If you're negative, people are going to walk away. But the responsibility is yours. The responsibility is yours to change your life. The responsibility is yours to make your relationships more meaningful. The responsibility is yours to stop this crazy fucking generation of destro- destroying themselves. Because now we have a generation of mindless people. Yep. 
of let's follow the trend, people. This is trendy. Let's follow. Let's let's follow this trend. And it's a lot of people that are like living the now, people. Mm-hmm. And I get that you should live in the now. I think you can be present, but still think about the future, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people like they they want to blame these these generational problems you know being raised in a poor house and you know all this stuff i'm like bro you have every chance to get out of that exactly yeah you might have to work two jobs to get out of that hole and start a good savings account start a good s&p 500 account like you're gonna make it out but this is up to you now Mm -hmm. could your parents have worked harder to give you a savings account or to buy you a shitty car whenever you turn 16 or 18 or whatever, like, yeah, they could have, but that's not their problem anymore. Mm-hmm. That's your problem now. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that it has to be that way, but this is what's going to fucking transform your life into a better one. And in turn, you're going to help other people too. Yep. Exactly. Dude, parents fucking up can be the best gift of all. As fucked up as that sounds. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, this is just that we talk about. As long as you learn like a real fucking lesson from pressure and depression is basically your best teacher. Yeah, pressure you like having pressure on you is like the best thing that you can have. That's why they say like a heart, a heartbroken, a broken heart, empty stomach, and empty pockets are your best teachers. Right. Because if you're hungry, you're gonna find something to eat. You're gonna work. You're gonna do the things. Yeah. If you're broke and you can even like support yourself, you're gonna start working so you can support yourself. And a broken heart, well, it's gonna teach you what to look for mm-hmm. in the next person. And not only like really like romantic relationships, like friendships and like yep. all the stuff. So that's the importance of like forgiving the father figure, forgiving uh, who was supposed to be there to love you, protect you, teach you, be the role model for you. That's the important, like the importance of forgiving that part, because now it's up to you to become that person. You have to become the adult that you needed when you were a kid. Right. That's kind of like that's your responsibility. You have to become that adult. Yep. That you needed when you were a kid. And because, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's it's yeah. It's not easy, and that's like the part that people don't want to. It's like. It's like the part that people don't want to deal with because it's like, oh no, like I'm gonna feel bad. Like you have to, you have to. It's impossible that you can grow without discomfort. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to like. It's like making money. You want to make more money, you're gonna have to work harder. You want that Gucci bag, you're gonna have to have three fucking jobs. You want to have a nice car, you're gonna have to work a lot of hours in order to have the good things. It's the same with your mentality, with your mental health. You have to put with the, uncomfort- the, the uncomfortable truths in order for you to become more sane in yourself. Right. So, do you have anything else, Sean? Man. Go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, go to therapy. For real. I mean, people are like, you know, you always see those memes online and they're like, I wish our life would have came with a with a fucking cheat code or, you know, a guidebook or something like that. I'm like, bro, it does. It's called yeah. therapy. Yeah. 
Imagine going into somebody's office, telling them what your problem is, and they tell you what your fucking problem is. And you, what, what you're supposed to do. And what you're supposed to do about it. Mm-hmm. What? They make that? Yeah, bro. It's called therapy. <laughs> and you know one thing, dude? Like, the people that work on therapists, like, therapists and psycho- like psycho- psychologists, mm-hmm. they're actually codependents themselves. Yeah. They have that because they care about other people. Yeah. So they choose that. Mm-hmm. Same with nurses. Like, people that take care of other people, they're all a bunch of codependent people. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And they usually don't take care of themselves like they tell other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, as crazy as that sounds, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, you have to, man. You have to. And again, men need to understand that it's a responsibility. And this is not to shed on women because women have responsibilities too when it comes to taking care of society and the world that we live in. But there is a reason we were created first. There is a reason we're men. There is a reason we are more resilient. We're built different. Because it's a responsibility to fight evil. It's a responsibility to fight degeneracy. It is a responsibility to fight those things that we know are bad. And we have we have the strength to do it. We have to fight for the people that can fight. And in order for those to do these things, we need to understand who the fuck we are as men. Yeah, and we got to make public announcements and get called out by a bunch of feminists. Yeah, I don't care. We got to go against the tide. Exactly. Dude, like, I'll be honest, I can care less what feminists think about me. My war is not against women. I'll tell you exactly what I I posted like another status or something like that. And the girl that blocked me, her husband, fiance, whatever he is, commented on there. And I was like, oh, he didn't block me. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, thanks for not deleting me. Also, you know, tell her I still love her. You know, like no hard feelings. You know, I just I don't hate her for having a different opinion. Just like I would have expected her to not hate me for having a different opinion. But that's the thing, dude. Like, how so, how, how much of a you know, baby you have to be to do that type of shit? Yeah. Instead of, like, learning. Because that's the first thing they call you out. Oh, you're supposed to understand. No, like You okay. know, I made another post after that. And one of my distant cousins commented on it and asked why I hated women, right? Yeah. Oh, and man, I was yeah. like... he, And then at the end of it, after I told him that he can... Told him off, you know. He, he was like, I was joking, but you do protest too much. And I was like, I've made two fucking comments about it. Two. Two. That's it. Two. That, that's a problem, dude. Like, I've made two posts. But that's a problem. And that's how like we as men are oppressed. Women are allowed to talk. This was a man. That's what I'm saying. Even men are falling into this bullshit. Like, how progressive of you, first of all. Exactly. Like, men, even men are, are falling into this bullshit, dude. If men call out men, if women can't, women can't call out men on, on our bullshit, and they get called independent, Mrs. Strong, Mrs. Jazz Queen, all that bullshit. But if men call out women's bullshit, we're misogynistic. Right. We hate women. We're assholes. And we can't have an opinion. We can't have an opinion. Right. So who's oppressing who? Just like they're allowed to have their opinion, I'm allowed to have my opinion. Mm-hmm. That you don't like my opinion is not my problem. And if it's triggering you, maybe it's true what I'm saying. Just like the girl that fucking the horoscope girl that got so pissed off at me and shit. Like, girl, you told me that your ex-husband was abusive. 
Then you went out on another date, and the guy was really disrespectful. He even called you fat. In person, he even called you fat that you were fat. You don't say that. Think about it. <laughs> you don't say it. Yeah. Then the other guy had the nerve to call you fat and make you cry, and we're like, yeah, this is not going to happen. So you are going through all these men that are disrespectful to you, and instead of thinking, hmm, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe, maybe I'm attracting I'm attracting this type of man. Maybe I should change. Maybe there's something wrong with me that is attracting this type of people. Yeah, same for men, bro. Same for fucking yeah. men. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. So I have to change something. So when I call her on that, and I was like, maybe it's you. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but maybe it's you. It's not the man. It's you. You you attract. You're attracting this type of people. You're choosing these people. Oh, bro, it's like I told her a big fuck you. <laughs> she got so pissed off at me, dude. So fucking pissed off. How dare off. you. And then after that, she starts sending me videos about, like, the horoscopes and astrology. And I'm like, yeah, that's the reason you're a dumbass. If you believed in therapy as much as you believe in astrology, you'd probably be attracting some good fucking guys. Yeah, we could have a good relationship, girl. Stupid dude. But you're stupid. God, people are so stupid. But see what I mean? I was a misogynistic asshole. I hate women. Like, But but because we have a rational common sense. Exactly. We're misogynistic and hate women, right? Dude, I told you I was staying away from <laughs> dating, right? I've been staying away from dating because I know I'm attracting the same type of same type of women. So I know I have to work on myself. I still have to do some other stuff. I've been staying away. I've been working on my shit. I have the urges to fucking download the apps and start getting that fucking uh, validation that I'm actually talking to girls. I haven't done it. And every time that I feel the urge, I do something different. Because I know there is a problem, there's something in me that is attracting women that are unavailable. So what am I going to do? Stop. Instead of like say, oh, all women are bitches. All women are stupid. They're all bad. No, I'm saying I'm going to take responsibility of myself. Again, I'm taking responsibility of myself. Hey, I just want you to know, in 10 years when we're famous for this, people are going to use that. What you just said, out of context, and try to cancel you, just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. See? He said he hates women. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can use that. I endorse it. Eddie approves this message. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm working on my shit, dude. Instead yeah. of blaming women, I'm not going to blame them, because I know there is good women out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to start keep polishing the things that I need to polish on myself. Okay, so I can attract better women. I don't have to be spiteful against women. I don't have to call them out like little bitches and this and no, I don't have to. Just use just like they have the right to say that all men are shit, we have the right to shit to say that all women are shit. But we forget that we have moms, sisters, grandmas, just like they forget they have brothers, dads, grandpas, sons. <laughs> So, how are you going to say a man's trash and have a kid, man? Exactly. Poor leadership. And then that kid is going to become a player because that's all you bring into the house. 
and he's seen all those examples of the type of men that you bring to the house. Right. So how do you expect that kid to learn how to be a man when you're bringing all these deadbeats to your home that don't teach him how to be a man mm-hmm. and that are just using you for sex and they leave you? Go, queen. Jazz. Progressive, baby. Progressive, baby. Man, we have a responsibility, and we're going to take that responsibility because we're men, and we're masculine men. People are going to be pissed off about it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. They're going to have to deal with it. But it's something that's got to be done. They're going to have to deal with it, bro. Like I said, if you want the patriarchy to be done, carry your own fucking weight. Okay? So I want to see 50% of women working construction, 50% of women working on the roads. Like 50% of every fucking career that is a blue-collar career. Plumbers, electricians, framers, road workers, sewer. I want to see 50% of women. And then we can talk about equality. Because if you say that the patriarchy is bad, and you believe that clean water comes out of your faucet by magic, you're stupid. Damn. Call out, baby. Okay. So... F your feelings. Because facts are facts. Facts don't give a fuck about your feelings, dog. No. That's why I keep trying to tell everybody. I'm like, bro, just because you're getting irrational and starting to let the fucking moral of the story fly over your head doesn't mean that I care. Like, I'm not reacting to you. And just to just to finish this, yeah, uh, the stars and the sun and the planets doesn't have anything to do with your bullshit life. And your bullshit attitude. 100%. Okay? That's all you. 100. So stop being a ca- fucking caprison and a lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, guys, I hope you have a fucking great Wednesday because this comes out on Wednesdays. So, Kings, let's fucking kill it. Let's take responsibility of ourselves. Let's fucking bring standards and morals back, baby. Let's hold ourselves to standards and morals. Yes, queen. And hold other people to those standards and morals. Yes. So, guys, it's our fucking responsibility. So let's be responsible. And let's stop fucking bullshit. Let's become men again. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Shonzi? No. All right. My balls are hanging real low right now. Damn, boy. Look at oh, The floor is cold, bro. Well, guys, if you have any questions, you have any comments, anything, please follow us on Instagram. Shanzi's Instagram is at that motherfucker Shanzi, at that MF Shanzi. And you can follow me at underscore not Eddie Garcia, underscore. Again, underscore not Eddie Garcia, underscore. But it is, in fact, Eddie Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> and you can follow the Info Greatness at? At Info Greatness. And that's Simple. it. So comments. Whatever you want to say, please say it. And please, guys, one thing that we're going to ask you for uh, today and on is that if you really like the podcast and you are are enjoying this, please share with your friends. Yeah, share with other people. Share Uh, share it. If it's really helping you and you know that you can help somebody else, please share. We will appreciate it. And just understand that we're doing this out of love and out of uh, 
out of the yeah out of love because we want men to be men and we want to protect we want to provide and we want to stop with all the bullshit going around so guys keep being kings keep protecting your kingdom and let's fucking go pam 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 pam